0: been unusual week I tell you what Um, God's been good every bit of it Uh, but uh, I wish y'all could have been with me yesterday uh, over at the funeral service we had at the lake it was it was quite a service God blessed had a um, a grandmother with a little about uh, I don't know I guess he's about eight year old boy I come over and said, uh, Can I come by and talk to you? My grandson wants to talk to you about the Lord. So she's setting up a time that she can come and sit and talk with me because he listened very carefully yesterday. He said, I don't understand uh, this cremation and stuff. And then he said, He wants to talk to you about it, preacher. So I'm excited about that. And But uh, the fellow that played the... brother. Uh, Floss, what's his name? Floss? Floss, like you floss your teeth. I keep saying that. I, I try to remember his name to save my life. just all the way over. I said, Floss your teeth, floss your teeth, floss your teeth. But anyhow, he came and played the bagpipes for us, and Robin and my daughter came and sang, and, and oh, we. Now. Yeah? I, would, I would <laughs> No, it's my daughter, your son. <laughs> oh, man. But anyhow, we had a good service. God blessed. This morning, if you would please, I'd like for you to turn to Proverbs 16. I want to share with you a word that God despises. And I want you to look at it very carefully. We may like to read uh, Proverbs 16, just read a little bit, Uh, beginning in verse 1. The preparations of the heart in man, and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the Spirit. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. The Lord has made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. Every one that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord, though hand join in hand, he shall not be unpunished. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you'll bless the reading and studying of thy word, and you've been a very great blessing to me just reading and studying the subject. So Lord, I ask you to uh, convey that blessing to everyone here and everyone that's listening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Some days it's just good to get up and be alive. And this morning is one of those days to me. I feel good for a change and I don't know what to do with it. (laughs) But God is good. Uh, Notice if you would in this verse 5 everyone that is proud in heart is abomination to the Lord. I had a, a person this week tell me that uh, she is more in the yard now because her husband, uh, she didn't never want to mow the yard and clean the house and so on uh, when he was alive because she was superior to him and she did such a greater job than he did and everything that uh, she didn't want to upgrade him or show him out. So, she let him do everything. Now, <laughs> you would have to understand the situation, to appreciate that. But there's some people that open their mouth and just tell how proud they are about everything, and especially of themselves. And the Bible says that a person that's proud and hard is abomination to the Lord. Now, to understand that, first thing you got to do is. Uh, notice the meaning of the word "abomination." Abomination means things which are hateful and detestable in the sight of God in the greatest degree. In other words, it's the strongest term that language language can afford. Sin is sin, but some sins are abomination to God's sight, and it's these sins that stand out as abomination that I want to talk to you about. Number one, there's abomination of sin. Proverbs 16, verse 5 again, everyone is proud and hard is abomination to the Lord. God's people ought to be humble people, and the only thing we have to boast about is our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, oftentimes, the opposite is true. Many churches are often deadened but it's in the pride. Some Christians are proud of their clothing, proud of their education, some are even proud of their religion. Someone wrote, Man is faced with a threefold temptation to be proud, proud of race, proud of face, proud of grace. God help us to fall in and not to fall in this line of abomination. The second thing I want you to see is a sin of an ungovernable spirit is abomination. Proverbs three verse thirty two for the fraud is abomination to the Lord. Now what is a fraud person? A fraud person is a contentious person. He is a person who is unteachable. He knows all the answers already. A froward person is one who carries his feelings on his shoulder. He's the one who is easily offended. The saint of God who has learned to control self has greatly matured in God's grace. The hardest member of ourselves to control, according to James 1 and verse 26, is a tongue. Uh, That person who can't control his tongue is a froward person and abomination to God. Now, all of us want to say things and I know I've said things that I wish I could take back, but once you say said them, you can't take them back. And uh, we sometimes we offend people. We don't mean to uh, most of the time, but we sometimes we offend people. We say things uh, quickly that we ought to be in control of our tongue. And the Bible says a fraud is uh, an abomination to the Lord. So, if you can't control your uh, tongue, if you can't control your speech, if you're always in contentions with everybody, nobody can teach you anything. You know everything that can be taught. You know all the answers already. You don't care for anybody else's feelings. You only care for your own. It's like I had a, a deacon's wife told me years ago, I just have to tell everybody the truth. The Bible says to be honest and be truthful with everybody. And she said, I just tell them like it is, tell them the truth. And I, I said, then you're ugly. <laughs> I got to tell you the truth, amen? There's something you need to keep it yourself. Just shut up and be still. And the Bible makes it very plain. You've got to control your tongue. And God hates that person and can't do that. Now, the sin of hypocrisy is abomination. Proverbs 18, verse 5. The sacrifice of the wicked is abomination to the Lord. Proverbs 28, verse 9. He that turneth away his ear from the hearing of the law, even his prayers shall be an abomination. Now, what is a hypocrite? A hypocrite is one professing to be what you know you're not. That's a hypocrite. For instance, praying for things which you are not really interested in is hypocrisy. Now, the Bible makes it very plain. When you pray before God, brother, you ought to be interested in what you're asking for. Somebody else calls you and say, will you pray for me? Or will you be concerned for me? And you just pray because somebody called and asked you to, you're not interested in them whatsoever. That's hypocrisy. And God said He hates that. The sin of a A scorning is abomination. Proverbs 24, verse 9. The scorner is abomination to me, God said. Now, what does that mean to be a scorner? It means to deliberately insult. To speak in a deliberate effort to hurt someone. To scorn is to make fun of another. We must not only guard our thought life, but we also ought to guard our lips life. Watch what we say and be careful about insulting somebody. God hates that kind of thing. Then there's a sin of covetousness. That's an abomination. Luke 16 verse 14. Turn over there with me please. And Luke, now I got my new Bible today and and I'm a little slow. My wife said I'm a little slow anyhow. But uh, if you would please. Turn over to Luke chapter sixteen and verse fourteen. Luke sixteen verse fourteen. And the Pharisees also, who were coaches, heard all these things and they derided him. Now watch please. The sin of coaches is abomination. Luke 16, verse 14, the Pharisees who covered the chief seats, they demanded the high places. They wanted dominion over others. They actually lusted for these positions of advantage. God said this was an abomination to Him. Me and my wife went to church for a while and I didn't know the preacher but we went there for a while, and one day we was out at lunch with him. Him and his wife were sitting down talking. He said, Preacher, you know, I, I got my crowd like I have. He said, I know something bad on every one of them. And so they can't get out of line because I'll remind them of that uh, bad thing that I got all on them. Man, I'd hate to think about having something that I knew. Bad somebody I'm going to use on them. You you just say the wrong little thing and I'll remind you of your evil. I'm sure glad somebody ain't following me around and blaming me of all the bad things I have done. Amen. And uh, and by the God says that's abomination. Listen, this, in other words, that's offensive to God. The sin of offering a blemished or a deformed sacrifice is abomination in Deuteronomy seventeen verse one. God and notice offered and given his best, we God's people are in an offering ought to give our best in his only and God gave his only his best and that's his only begotten Son. God demands our best. Now I just believe this if you haven't got but a little God don't demand out of you but a little. But if you got plenty, God demands out of you plenty. Why? Because God's wanting to bless you to get it. Amen? And if you ever understand that, you don't offer God, and He's not talking about uh, in the Old Testament, He's just giving us a picture of us today under grace. Wouldn't it be something if, if God blessed me this week and I made a thousand dollars that I weren't expecting to give and God blessed me with it and I come down. I'm gonna bless God now. I'm gonna give ten dollars. Praise the Lord. He's blessed me so much that I'm gonna give ten dollars now. No. What is the tithes offer a thousand dollars? It's a hundred dollars. Amen. I I used to laugh at one man come to church and he, he declared to me he was tithing. Every time... I only give my tithe to the preacher and he'd come for and make a big deal out of giving his tithe. So one day... I got I wonder what he's giving. I don't look at people's tithe unless I get curious enough to uh, they, can, they get to the say anything wanna I want to see what they're doing. And I, I looked at his tithe and he was giving $20. 20 Every service he'd give. And I, I went to see him one day. His wife said you know what preacher sure my husband give all that our money to that church down there that's all he does give all that money to, our money to that church that's the reason we ain't got anything I said what are you talking about well he gives two or three thousand dollars a week to that church down there I said no we don't he gives twenty dollars a week and he goes to the Masonic Lodge and gives the rest of it you don't give it here now I want to, I want to ask you something is that a, a is that a deformed sacrifice? I think it is, and God said He hates that kind of thing. Now I want you to watch this, please. Uh, again, the sin of wearing clothes of the opposite sex is abomination. Deuteronomy 22 and verse 5. Now, years ago in this church. I had quite a disturbance about this. I preached on this one Sunday. A woman ought to wear a woman's clothes. A man ought to wear a man's clothes. And so on. And somebody come up to me. Now preacher, you know I wear slacks. And uh, that's a man's clothes. And I said, no it isn't. I'm not going to wear slacks. I'm going to wear overalls. Amen. Or a suit. Uh, I I like oshkosh. And uh, just those kind of things. A man's clothing." But one, what the Bible is talking about is when you wear a man's clothes, you look like a man, you talk like a man, you act like a man, God says that's abomination to him. Amen? The sin of wicked imagination is abomination. Proverbs 6 verse 18. A heart that divides de- wicked imaginations is abomination. A heart that divides the wicked Imagination is abomination. Now, that's that's an evil-minded person. You ever, you ever been visiting or talking to somebody that's supposed to be a Christian? And I suppose they are, but you ever been visiting somebody... And they, they talk about somebody across town is talking about them. Somebody's across town, my aunt or my uncle or that church member's always talking about me and they're always doing something. And their imagination runs wild with them. And one day I was visiting this person and they was telling me all the things that this person was doing against them. I said, did you see them do that? Were you present when they did No, but I know they're doing it. I said, it would, it would absolutely amaze you if you knew how little they think about you. <laughs> Amen. And I mean, I didn't mean little degrade them, but uh, they ain't got time to be thinking about you and devising all kind of imaginations of things that you can think about that you doing against them. And what is wicked, a wicked heart to God is somebody on this side of town or somebody is looking around in a church and saying, Oh, are they talking about me? Are they doing things about me behind my back? God said, That's abomination. Now listen to me. Isaiah says their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity continually. You got to watch your thoughts like. And uh, that's why pornography is so sinful. These are abomination to God. If you're constantly involved in pornography and you think on pornography all the time, uh, you're thinking on bad thoughts. And God says that's iniquity. That's abomination. The sin of a lying tongue is abomination. Proverbs 16 verse 17. A lying tongue is abomination. That's the one sin. You cannot go back and gather up even when forgiven." Years ago uh, we got on a plane to go to Colorado and uh, there was a preacher and his associate got on the same plane that we was on was our pastor and he sent out letters and talked about me and my wife and what all we'd done wrong and uh, things we had done on the airplane about over Kansas he sent his associate back and asked us would he mind, would we mind if he come back and talk with us. I said to him, come on. So we were sitting in the seat there empty, he come back. He sat down and he said, I want don't, I don't y'all to forgive me of what I've thought about y'all, what I've heard people say about y'all. He said, I found out none of it was true. And he said, I bleed all the things that people were telling me about y'all. And he said, I'm sorry. And my wife told him, uh, just like uh, this preacher, uh, this same preacher had preached a sermon not just many weeks just before that. that he was present on uh, uh, telling stories against people, lying against people, saying things not true against people. He said it's like taking a feather pillow, getting out on the front porch, ripping that pillow apart, throwing it into the wind. Now go try to pick up all the feathers. You can't do it. And he said, well, I got the most uh, bitter wife that you can imagine now because of all the things that I've said against you and your wife and other people in the church that I bleed against people. There was lies to me It was told. I said, yeah, but you turned around and told them to the whole world. You lied. I said, now they go pick it back up. You can't do it. And so, it'd be better if you just keep your mouth shut. Amen? And a, a lying tongue is abomination to God. The sin of sowing discord is abomination. Proverbs 6, verse 19. He that sows discord among the brethren is abomination. This sin is trying to turn fellow members one against another. Now, I've been in churches, and I've talked to pastors having trouble in their churches, and one of the most detestable things in a church is somebody going around and talking against another church or pastor or, or, or pastor, talking about their pastor, talking about their sermon, or talking about somebody in the church, belittling somebody in the church, that they're better than them, and that's so in this school. And God said that's something He hates. He literally hates somebody that's so in this school. The sin of Uh, feet that are swift to mischief is abomination. Proverbs 6.18 Feet that are swift in turning uh, to mischief are abomination to the Lord. That's why I despise these cell phones that we got. Did you know that we're living in a era of time right now that if this building caught on fire, somebody get on that cell phone and say, y'all come see the building burn down. There'd be a thousand people out in front of the church watching the building burn down. Y'all come, we're going to have a riot. We're going to have something. Uh, we're going to stand up and there'd be a thousand people come. Why? Just because somebody got on a telephone and tried to spread mischief, uh, come and let's riot. Let's come and let's march up and down the street and there will be a bunch of people. Now the Bible says, and God says, those people that's running to that mischief is abomination to God. That's something He hates. And we're living in that kind of air, And so uh, God has no delight in that. Then there's a the sin of false doctrine is abomination. Revelation 17 verse 4. Now here's a picture, if you go study, the chief of false prophets uh, here in the Bible any false doctrine, any doctrine that does not portray Jesus Christ as Savior and only Savior and Sovereign God is a false doctrine. And it's abomination to God. <clears throat> That's the reason that people say to me all the time, preacher, you're not a preacher against the denominations. Well, I don't. I just tell them who's wrong. Amen. And now let me tell you something. If you don't stand up for truth, you don't stand up for anything. And the Bible says that we're to do that. Now, if somebody comes along and says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and get baptized to be saved. No, sir, that's a false doctrine. You believe in the Lord, you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ only to get saved. Baptism has nothing to do with that. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and speak in an unknown tongue and thou shalt be saved. No, that's a false doctrine. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ only. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and take the the sacraments and you shall be saved. No, that's a false doctrine. And you can go on and on. And somebody comes along, Oh, you ought not to say anything against them now, preacher. They are a church. No, that's a false doctrine. And the Bible says, God said, Revelation 17 verse 4, Anybody or any person, any denomination, any church any Christian or anybody else that spreads false doctrine is an abomination to God. That's severe. Amen? And so, uh, when the Bible speaks of abomination, brother, I don't want to have nothing to do with it. That's why a person came to me one time, uh, well, the father down here, so called father, at the Catholic Church right here on Highway 60, called me one day and he said, I'd like to come down and speak for you now. The Pope has broke down in the middle of all the petition now, and I can speak for you, and you can come speak for me in my church. And I said, it ain't happening. And I he said, well, why? And I said, I want to ask you something. If you come and speak to our people, what are you going to speak on? What are you going to tell our people? Uh, he said, "Well, I'm going to talk about uh, that you got to take the sacraments and you got to do all these kind of things." And he went through the, the Catholic doctrines with me. I'm going to tell your people about the Catholic doctrines. And I, I said, "Well, what do you think I'm going to preach on if I come preach your people?" I tell you what I'm going to preach on: "For by grace are you saved through faith, and not of your works, lest any man should boast." I said, "How's your people going to like that? How's my people going to like what you're bringing?" That's not going to happen. Amen? Why? Because what you're saying is a false doctrine. Are we to let that just come on in and let people hear a false doctrine? Not on your life. That's abomination to God. And anything that stinks in the, in the eyes of God stinks from me. And we're not to do it. Amen? It's very important when you study these words in the Scripture. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you'll help us continue to go through the Scriptures and read and study what pleases you, that we can be a pleasing Christian to you. We also need to study all the Scriptures, that things that is abomination to you, that you want to have nothing to do with. It. And Father, we need to keep away from those things. Bless us, we pray today throughout the services. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Thank you.